Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776 is the number. And Bart, this is the last day of January, 2024. And this is the best month of basketball I've ever covered. <laughs> ever? Yeah, it's a fact. Ever, ever. Is it Knicks? I've never covered a season like this they're, they're in my streaking? years as a beat writer or a broadcaster with the Knicks. And never. They're Not streaking? like this. They're streaking? Eight in so- a row. 14 <laughs> wins. Nine wins at home in a month. They it's like they are just dismantling teams. They, this is the 11th time in the month that they've won by double digits. Double di- like you're blowing teams out, and and again, a Jazz team that that put up a fight early on. But I'll tell you what, there was a moment in the game that I think you would have loved. First two minutes of the game, and the Jazz like they got embarrassed in Brooklyn the night before, so you knew they were going to come out and give you a little bit of a fight. <laughs> and Colin Sexton is just all over Brunson, like he's he's doing like a Patrick Beverly kind of thing with him, where he's just where'd shadowing you go? Where'd him. Where you go? Yeah, yeah, the ball's like if if eighty six feet, eighty six feet, Pong, eighty six feet. <laughs> he's like next to him, and then his shoulder, like Brunson wanted to turn one way, and he wouldn't let him. And he had the ball in his hand, and he's like smacking at the ball, like won't let him hold the ball. Like it's just stupid. And then he's talking to Brunson, and he's like saying stuff to him, and like you could see his demonstrative. <clears throat> excuse me. And then somebody on the on court side, because you know how Nick fans are. Yeah. Well, you talk to one of our take guys. Him to the, take, have, him to, take him to the Rucker B. We're all going to fight you, right? So this was a fan on the side starts chirping at Sexton. Sexton starts yelling at him. But you could just see that Sexton wanted a piece of Brunson and wanted to just beat him up body, and they were double teaming him everything. And, and Jalen Brunson, his face, like it was like he never changed expression. He was just like blank <laughs> stare. And and Dante DiVincenzo was across the court, and he was looking at it like, oh, this is what we're going to do? And so next time down the floor, Sexton's got the ball one-on-one with Dante, and he just locks him up. He won't let him go left. He won't let him go right. No, 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 you're not doing your step back. No, I'm all over you. Then he takes a bad shot. They get the rebound. They go down the other end. Then the ball gets to Dante. He drills a three in front of the Jazz bench, turns around, has something to say to their bench, and it was on. Like at that point, it was on, and all of a sudden, the, the 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 Villanova Culture Club just just took over, and he and Josh Hart made it miserable for this Jazz team, and it was all because of Colin Sexton. It was basically like your boy started beef, right? He was his his mouth was writing checks like, that you can't cash. It's like fool me, we're tricking me before you know I'm in a fight. It was, I'm telling you, man. It, it was, but, but, but listen, one of this, those moments that I felt yeah. like they all took up for Brunson. Right, and then the then the beatdown was on. They were down by ten, I think, about ten or eight at that point. They had a bad start, and it was like that moment. Uh, of course, Utah is going to come out the way they did because they got embarrassed. No so they get they got ass chewing, no doubt. And you know, the head of the snake is Brunson, and this is what comes with success. 
Now, Sexton is a guy that has had success, but, you know, he was traded um, to Utah for Donathan Mitchell because him and Garland just wasn't a good fit. Yep. But, you know, remember what Sexton comes from, right? He was with the Admiral. He was with Avery Johnson. You know what I'm saying? So he was down in Alabama, Alabama locking right. guys up. So he comes from that culture. So I'm sure before the coach gassed him up and his – and his ass wrote his his mouth wrote a check that his ass couldn't cash, and that's just kind of sometimes the nature of the business. But Brunson should get used to this, right? Because if you're going to be the star and start getting the recognition that you deserve, then you're going to be the mark, especially mm-hmm. with, with Father Julius Randle. You know, you're going to be the mark. Make yep. everybody else beat us, and you know the fact that you know that's where your teammates and the loyalty. Like David 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 Harris was never a guy that was going to react respond to anything. Mm-hmm. You said something to David, I said something to you. You touch David, I punch you. You say something to David, I choke you. That's just <laughs> like that's what certain teammates were. And that's what the that's and that's how you know you have the great culture. Like it's not for Jalen Brunson to come out of out of character. But he know if you're gonna talk this smoke to me, I'm gonna play you I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna play you like that. But DiVincenzo gonna get up in your face. Like, nah, you don't talk like this that ain't his personality, that's mine's. So, so you talk to him, you got to deal with me. You know, and it's, and, it's, and it's only right that it's two guards that have to be like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you mess with Isaiah, Joe D about to lock your ass down. Mm-hmm. You know, no, 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 Zeke, you keep scoring. You get steals. I'm picking his ass up 86. And that's, and that's what you want, right? And that's, that's the culture. And, I, and that bond probably was forged and developed in Villanova. But it carries over. Oh, yeah. Right, you know that, and that's when you have when you talk about oh, let's go get bridges and stuff like that. It's it's those experiences that 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 they lean on. It's that type of accountability. It's that type of love and respect for each other because it is no bond forged like the bond in high school and college. Especially when you, you win a championship. Well, yeah, you win a because, championship yeah. together in, in college. So that that but, like you said, that bond never breaks. But, but now but you're teammates yeah. again, and this yes. backcourt of Divincenzo and Brunson, Bart, in in, in back to back games, scored 122 points. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, last night, last night they each so it was 33 points for Divincenzo yeah. and 29 points for nine, Brunson. Do you know how many for, turnovers? For 15. Do you know how many turnovers these two had? Not two. None. Uh, none. Yeah. 62 points and zero turnovers from your starting backcourt. Yeah. Against the team that, by the way, came out to try to shut down your backcourt. It was Chris Dunn and, 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 and Sexton came out and tried to play some physical defense and really tried to get after it, and all they did was drop 62 with no turnovers on your ass. Like, when, when have we seen – we haven't seen a backcourt like this with the Knicks in forever, ever. This is might be this might be Clyde and Pearl. Like I can't think. I'm serious. Like I can't think of a backcourt that performed with this efficiency, and this kind of like the played the basketball that they played the I'll amount t- of the 29 yeah. assists. Like just this is the type of basketball I think Nick fans have been waiting to see, and it's it, been great. It, it's been great. You know what? It, it reminds me of like like uh, Coach Carter, Delilah. You know what I'm saying? Lock their ass up. You know what I'm saying? Like all right, we pick it up. And then, this, but this is the thing. That was exactly what the doctor ordered for the Knicks. Because when you're playing and you're tired a little bit and the other team is playing a lot more aggressive, sometimes you don't match that intensity. But when somebody starts talking trash, oh, that raised everybody up. And you forget that you're tired. You forget you're a little sore. 
You forget that you played you you, you that, 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 that you played earlier this week. You forget right. about all that, mm-hmm. and it's like ah oh, now now they may be tired now, you know, for what they what they uh, expended last night. But that's exactly what the doctor ordered. So thank you, uh, Colin Sexton, for um, waking up these sleeping these sleeping um, you know, bears. Right way to poke the bear, way to break them up. But like it's wildcats, by the way. There's no bears here. These wildcats. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is this is this is the this is the the, the Knicks culture cats, and that, I'm telling you right now, these Villanova, this these guys, this is why this is why I'm going five picks for Bridges. Did you say six? I'll give you six. Just the, these guys, what Jay Wright put into these they, players yeah. as far as the mental, uh, the, the way they battle. The can way they're resilient, like you don't see them come in like ah, we're gonna lose. All can, right, let go. Yeah. They never let go. They back to back. You're down ten. It's like all right, you know, like they just no. It's just fight, fight, fight. Josh Hart gives you a ten, ten, ten triple double, and all he's doing is flying around. His motor and Divincenzo's motor were the things that jumped off the page. Not the three. The three point yeah. shooting was nice, yeah. but it's just how hard yeah. they played. In a second game of back to back, it tells you that there's something special about these J. Wright players, and they, I want as many of them as I can get. If they got if they got bridges for six ones, and that's all they gave up, and they could keep the, a lot of their pieces, and, and maybe Evan Fournier, right? Yeah. If they if they did that, they would be the Pistons. And, and listen, let me explain. Uh, let me explain to our listeners, right? Um, I'm sure some of our listeners played high school ball. I'm sure some of them played college ball. Let me explain to them what what goes on in college when you step on a campus. When you step on a campus, you don't know nothing about nothing. You're scared. You're trying to figure out how you're going to, to get an education. And at some point, you dare to be great. Like, man, like maybe maybe I can make it to the pros. I'm at Villanova, right? I'm at a small school. It's, it's not. It's not one of these schools that you know, guys are known for like just being superstars in the, in the NBA. And you dream, man. Like like you walk and you talk and you dream and you have conversations with your teammates and then you start forging these bonds. Like when you you start forging these bonds because you you guys are achieving at the same time. And then you have the ultimate success. You win championships, but you don't know how that carries over. How people perceive you as far as being a professional. But it's certain something that happens, man, when you don't got nothing and you're dreaming with a guy and he's pushing you, you pushing him, and you're trying to get there together. And you see that he's made out of the same stuff that you're made out of. And then you guys get there, and then you guys are able to reconnect in the pros. It's something about that bond, man. It's like it's hard to explain. But I'm telling you, young players in the league and guys that play with each other in college, man, because, like, when you come in, you don't know nothing. Like – when I got to the Jets, I, if I would have played with Ed Hartwell, Ed Hartwell, who taught me the ropes, who we grinded and we we cried and we and we bled together as we wanted to change our stripes, if we ever could have reconnected in the league would have been magical because I knew how he thought, I knew how he breathed, you know what I mean? And you know, understand we worked him out, but he had tore his knee up and he, he never could be the player that he was before. And, and you know, I love David Harris. But it's something about like those college bonds, man, that change the way you outlook life, man. You would, it's a different type of connection and commitment. It's kind of like when you when you when you marry your girlfriend from high school. You know what I'm saying? And she was there before it all mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. It's a different level of respect. 
Like, you know what? She was there when it was just a dream. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if they ever got Bridges, I would I would put them – if they got Bridges this year, I would put I would say they dangerous, sneaky pick to win the championship. Because you can't, you can't fake that type of chemistry. You can't fake that type of sacrifice that, that, that you get when you, when, you, when you come up that way, man. And there's just something about, I think, a trust and an accountability that when you are – you've been teammates for that long in your lives that you know that when there's somebody that's not stepping up or, or maybe he's not picking it – like you know when he's, when he's just going through a struggle and when he's not when giving he needs, you more. And you something. can challenge each other – about it, I mean, these guys, you got to see them behind the scenes, by the way. Like, I could share a little bit of this because I get to see it. They break each other's ch- I, 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 chops, I'll say. Of, but they, of course. They, they, it's like, it's unbelievable how they are with each other. Like, you said, actually, you know what? They even do it publicly. Like, so you remember when DiVincenzo, I asked DiVincenzo about that Brunson dunk last week, and he said, I give it a one. It was kind of weak. Yeah. Right? Well, da- well, Dante, as I said, after that Colin Sexton thing, not only did Dante like get all over him defensively, hit a three, but then the, uh, a few possessions later, he did a drive to the basket where there was three guys in front of him, and he tried to dunk on all of them, <laughs> but he missed. <laughs> he, right? he, was, he wasn't able to do it. And so Brunson now was given the opportunity to rate – Dante's uh, attempt. attempt to Sprite. dunk on the entire Jazz team, and of course he wasn't going to let him off the hook. Yeah, no. When he's you know, shooting the ball like that, I mean it's it's great. But uh, when he's in the restricted area, the ball doesn't really go through the hoop; just hits the outside of it. You know, it's a little rims a little tight. So uh, yeah, make sure he just stays out outside the restricted area. So I'll give that a, a one out of ten. <laughs> one out of ten. A one out of ten. Here's how I call. Oh! It. <laughs> I jumped all over Giannone's call, man. Sprite. I couldn't help it. He was going. I thought he was going. I swear you to God, thought he was going to make so excited. it. I was like, oh! yeah, I, I, man, I'm telling you, because <laughs> he went up. I, was like, oh! Oh! I, I had one of those like experiences that, like you mentioned, Rucker. Like you know, everybody uh, runs on the floor. Uh-huh. I swear to God, he put that down. I might have, I might have ripped my shirt off and ran down onto the floor. Oh! Like seriously, like oh! it, I'm serious, man. It was something like. Like, yo, did he just try to dunk on everybody right there? But still, like, there's an example of them just kind of ripping on each other. But that's that's an important thing to have because there's not that side eye, what's he trying to say? Like, what's he? No, you know where I'm coming from. We've been together since the beginning. So it's not like you ever have to worry about my intentions. You know my intentions are pure. You know, and if I'm calling you out, I'm calling you out for all the right reasons. That's important. And then when you have that in a locker room, Bart, like like when you get to the when you got to the Ravens and you saw what they had in the room and how not just Ray you had other leaders on that team and everybody else on on the periphery almost like gets gravitates towards that right when you have that little well, click of guys who have well, already won together and who get it well this is a crazy thing right quite the opposite when I got there this team was decimated with the salary cap oh okay so they had they so, lost so, a lot of guys so it was amazing to watch the young group come together. Right, Ed Hartrell had never started before Jamie Sharper left. Right, uh, Todd Heap replaced Shannon Sharp. Um, Ed Reed replaced Rod Woodson, and then I was a draft. I mean, I wasn't a draft pick. I almost did a Tom Brady. I, I put, <laughs> my, I put myself Tom in it. I drafted myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like Anthony Weaver, Will Demps, like we were the youngest team in the NFL that year. And Ray was, um, you know, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, but he was only 26 years old. So, like, we were a bunch of young, 
blind dudes, and that's the group that ended up winning. That's the group that took Flacco to the AFC Championship. That's the, t- that's the same like core group that ended up winning the Super Bowl, right, because Suggs came the next year. Adelius Thomas was there. Uh, Chris McAllister was there, then brought in Samari Rowe. And it was like we were all young and stupid, and Ray was like the, the leader, but Ray was only 26. Right, he had been in the league five yeah, years or yeah. six years, but he was okay. only twenty six. So, so it was a little different. Okay, I, I thought that might have been a, a similar thing because of the culture. No, no, you, but 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 it was a culture. No, no, but, but, no, but, but you it, do it, gravitate no, no, to it. Was, no, it, the, the culture was set by the guys that left, but right. the culture still remained. Remember, Shannon Sharp had to protect Ray the year before because of the murder case, and everybody was on Ray, and Shannon was the one that was you know standing up for him at the Super Bowl podium and stuff like that. So like that cultural love and, 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 and cherishing the, the bond and friendship was there. But the guys had left, but the culture still remained there. And so like you know, it was so it was pretty much the guys that ushered it was the young guys. So it was Ray, it was Adelius Thomas, it was Chris McAllister, you know, it was Jonathan Ogden. These were all guys who had witnessed this and had had success, but they were all still babies. And when you look at it, right, mm-hmm. they they were young superstars. So they they they, they continued that that legacy and that culture and it's still there even though Ray is no longer there Ed's no longer there when you see that team play how they protect each other you can still feel it that's important to 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 have the culture that is set in stone and then it just continues on and that was what happened I think when Patrick Ewing he set the culture he was the guy that was the center of the universe for the franchise and everybody said you see how hard he works like I gotta work just as hard Patrick never wanted to miss a game Patrick wanted to play every freaking game you know, I mean, he was miserable after games with his knees and in, in ice packs and his both his feet uh, sitting in buckets of ice as well. Miserable, but the guy played every night, wanted to, and he, he like he played a stretch of games where it was like 80, 82, 80, 81, 82, 83. You know, like he would just play every year, and everybody else saw that. John Stark used to say it all the time, it's like you see how hard the big fellows work, and like you go, oh, I got to work hard too. Right, that's it. It's just like he sets the tone. It's not a star player who's like, yeah, I'm going to take this week off. I don't feel like playing. We'll get into that a little bit later on, by the way, the whole idea of, of players who are missing games and now complaining about this new rule. But I think that's important. And then when Allen Houston and when and Larry Johnson showed up, and they saw that too, they're like, okay, this is how we do it here. And then Latrell showed up. Okay, I see how they do it here. And what happened is when those guys left in the early 2000s, there was nobody to continue that. They lost it because all those guys left, and there was no one left that that that's, that could carry that torch. So it just disappeared. And then for many years, it didn't exist here. And so to have these guys, especially with Brunson, who kind of feels like now the the, the best leader they've had since Patrick Ewing, like he has set a tone. His his buddies who he's played with, Hart. And DiVincenzo, you know, and Archie Diacono on the bench might not play a lot, but he's always talking, always like he's a coach on the bench. He's like a coach as a player. So you've got him also setting a tone. These four guys who are all from the Jay Wright tree, and this is how we won a national championship. This is how we won two. This is why we were the best college program when we played. This is what we do. And that's a tone, and that is a culture. That is all, that's why I said this is the villain of a culture, Cats. I need as many of them. Give me Kyle Lowry. What's Eric Paschal doing? Give me them all. Well, Sadiq Bay. Like, I don't care. Just Because like, to me, these are the types of guys that can turn, not only turn your franchise around, but like you just said, make you a winner. 
And that becomes a dangerous team that you might say, well, you don't have a star. You know what? Forget stars. I'm not chasing stars anymore. I'm chasing supernovas. Give me all of them. I want them all. <laughs> Tell me this. When they won those championships, who was considered a superstar? Brunson, National Player of the Year. Okay. He was. We he forget came, that, of course, because no, 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 he was a no. second-round pick. No, what I'm saying is when he came in, what was he looked at? Well, he was he was a great great high school player. He was a champion in high school too, okay. state champion. Like these these guys were all accomplished players, all of them when they came in. But they built themselves something, and it was not based on I just have better players than you. It was based on we are coming into the gym and we're going to outplay you. We're going to kick your ass. Like we are never giving in. You have to beat us. Listen to Tim Legler. This is my guy, Legs. He was uh, last night on ESPN talking about the Knicks. I love what he says here about the Knicks. There's a simple rule in basketball. When you consistently play harder than your opponent, good things happen. That's who the Mm -hmm. Knicks are. They come to work every single night. It's the mentality of their coach. It's the mentality of their personnel and their best player. Jalen Brunson is just one of those guys that's very difficult to get off his game because he's too smart, he's too strong, his fundamentals are too good, and he's, he's too highly skilled, honestly, and he's kind of built for this moment to be a leader of a team in this situation. So, look, they've got this stretch coming up without Randall. This team goes above 500 during that stretch in large part to what Brunson's going to do offensively. Right. It's time that they get through that and they get Randall back after the All-Star break. The New York Knicks are a team now you're going to have to start taking seriously as a legitimate contender in the Eastern Conference. Right. That's what they're starting to impress me with every night because they just come with the hard hats on every night. You can rarely say that about teams in the league anymore. Did you hear what he said at the end there? Exactly. Did you hear what he said? Mm-hmm. A serious contender in the East now. Did you see what happened last night in Golden State? Joel Embiid came back into the lineup last yeah, night. Yeah, he, he, like, he looked like everything hurts, man. And before, like he was already dragging the knee up and down the floor. Yeah, the had an coming. awful game. Then he gets uh, Jonathan Kaminga dies for a loose ball, takes him down, lands on that same knee. He limps off the floor. Now they're saying MRI. They need to see what's going on. And Nick Nurse said that it was not. It, it, what, whatever was hurting him at that point was different than whatever was hurting him before that, which means yeah. there's more of an injury now. Keep yeah. an eye on that in Philadelphia because when he doesn't play, they are well under 500. Yeah, and the, and the word you don't want to hear is clean up. Oh, well, there's that too. So just keep that in mind now. Nobody roots for injuries, but you also look for opportunity. The Knicks are in third place in the East. They moved ahead of the Sixers. Yeah, but they if they lose Embiid right? for any Boston, extended right? amount of time, you are looking at a Knicks team now that has a very good chance of being at worst top three. And oh, by the way, they are in shouting distance now. They're about two games back of the Bucks, So they're right there too with Milwaukee. So, you know, it's real what's going on right now. And oh, let's not forget, they didn't play with OG Ananobi again last night. Of course, and not Julius Randle either. And yet still getting this done. So how much buy-in do we have? 800-919-3776. The national media is now starting to jump on. They are now starting to recognize what this is all about. And it is, like I said, this goes beyond just having a superstar, a great player who can carry you night in and night out. This is different. This is the Villanova culture cats. And I want all of them. What are we seeing from the Knicks? 800-919-3776. Mike Tannenbaum going to join us today, I believe, right? And we also have to get into a story um, that is from The Athletic about the Jets. Speaking of culture, concern, concerning things from behind the scenes in this report 
that, Bart, you'll get a chance because you're there. I mean, you're in that building. And we'll go through some of the things that are, that are pointed out. A lot of this story, Bart, it's nothing new to us. And a lot of it is more opinion-based kind of reporting that is what people are for you know perceiving. But from everything that I read, it's something that we were all suggesting throughout the year. The biggest takeaway is Aaron Rodgers is basically the linchpin to this whole thing. And when you took that pin out, everything fell apart. I don't find that to be breaking news. I think we all kind of knew that the minute the injury happened. But we'll spend time on that and more. But your calls are coming up at 800-919-3776. So certainly stay tuned for that. But, hey, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Right now, who do you have? Do you have the Chiefs? Or do you have the Niners? FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Allen to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Allen. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Eight straight wins, 14-2 and two in the month of January. The Knicks are rolling right now. So what's the key to their success? Tim Legler thinks he knows. There's a simple rule in basketball. When you consistently play harder than your opponent, good things happen. That's who the Knicks are. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson is just one of those guys that's very difficult to get off his game because he's too smart, he's too strong, his fundamentals are too good, and he's, he's too highly skilled, honestly, and he's kind of built for this moment to be a leader of a team in this situation. So look, they've got this stretch coming up without Randall. This team goes above 500 during that stretch in large part to what Brunson's going to do offensively. Right. It's time that they get through that and they get Randall back after the All-Star break. The New York Knicks are a team now you're going to have to start taking seriously as a legitimate contender in the Eastern Conference. Right. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, Bart, everybody's getting in on the whole, you know, Knicks, Jalen Brunson, all that stuff. I mean, they got a lot of national games coming up now in February. I believe there's four of them starting Saturday. Uh, the Lakers come into town. They they have been limping through their season ever since winning the in-season tournament. So LeBron and company come to the Garden on Saturday, and that game is on ABC. But I'll be on the radio call once again, which will be cool to be in the building for that. But So everybody's now getting to see the Knicks and watching them, paying attention, seeing where they are. And Ryan Clark put out a tweet because, you know, you heard Perk talking a lot about Brunson and what he perceives as Brunson becoming. Listen to Perk here from NBA Today. Let me tell you the important part about this this run that the Knicks are about to go on. Not only has he put the world on notice, but with Julius Randle being out and we don't know for how long, Jalen Brunson is about to turn it up another level to the point well, we're going to have to mention this young man in the MVP conversation. You could book it. I'm saying that right now, he's going to turn it up so much that we're going to have to mention him in the MVP conversation because, look, they're only two games behind the second spot in the Eastern Conference. So he's now putting him or maybe saying we need to start putting him in that conversation. Ryan Clark put a tweet out yeah, uh, last night. And he said, with my guy Kendrick Perkins saying Brunson should be in the MVP conversation, is Jalen the NBA's Brock Purdy? <clears throat> I mean, come on. Yes. I had to respond. Yeah. Did you, you, did you at right at him? I, I quote tweeted it so he, he would see it. But he got a lot of responses on it, so I can't imagine. But I, I said this. I said he sure as hell ain't a game manager. I said he's an efficient weapon, a catalyst, a high IQ player, and a fierce competitor. And don't forget, winner. May not have looked the part, but he is the part. And I said, that sounds more like TB12. Right. Now, did I go a little too far with saying Tom Brady? <laughs> well, he went, he went far, you went far, so it's somewhere in the middle. Right. He Let's went back 10 that. feet, I went forward 50. Uh, like, but, 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 but like, you know, do like you, Brock how do you compare Pur- him Purdy? to Brock Purdy? It, it's just Del, it's just Del, Del Badova. But it, like, it's, it's like, it's not Alex watching, Caruso. It's not watching, it's not watching. And I understand you're not going to be able to watch every game, but he doesn't, he doesn't like just sit here and like set everybody. Alex Caruso is a really good example. Yeah. Like he's not just out here just like, you know, giving chess passes to LeBron. <laughs> like this is, this is a guy who is, he scores on you when you try to double him. He gets in the paint for a guy 6'2 anytime he wants and pulls up and under moves like he's Kevin McHale. And yet, when, when they're, they're double-teaming him and they're taking the ball out of his hands and he's got open teammates, 
happily just passing it off and letting other people cook. Like he's not forcing it. Oh, I got to get my 20. Got to get my 20. No. Right. Like there's no game managing happening here. This is game controlling. He makes winning plays. He's a winning player who has a he has a, a it's in his DNA. He's won in high school. He's won in college, national championship. Like this is not a guy that came out of nowhere just because he was a second round pick. Did you forget he was the national player of the year? Was Brock Purdy ever that? Right. So no, national no, no. Champion. That is a that's the that's a terrible comparison. Tom Brady played at Michigan and wasn't a superstar in college and was a sixth round pick and found his way into becoming a player that suddenly like it all came together for him, right? And and everything that he was about, which is, you know, the intellect, the preparation, the maniacal preparation, of course, the competitive fire that he had. Tom Brady never looked the part. If you wonder, just go back and look at his um, photo not, not, from the uh, combine. Yeah, from the combine. Look at that combine photo of him and tell me he looks the part. But he is the part, and that's the way. That's the best way I could describe Jalen Brunson. Yeah, I just yeah, it, it really, Brock Purdy. We're gonna keep doing this. Now. Yeah, Brock. Anybody that has to like Brock Purdy. And I was defending Brock Purdy yesterday, but I ain't doing it here. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. All right, let's get some calls on this because a lot of people want to talk about the Knicks. It's all I heard last night around the building. I heard a couple of power hours as I was walking through the building as well, Bart. Just so you know. No sour but, hours? I thought we no, sour hours. all power hours yesterday from all the people I saw. Tell Bard, power hour. I heard a couple of those. So we start with Tony in the car. Go ahead, Tony. That's right, the power hour, 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 Hit the gong, baby. Hit the gong. Yeah. That, that was for you. Let me, let me tell you something. How dare Ryan Clark? How dare him? You, you know what, Jalen Brunson, you know what, take Brock Purdy off and put him on the Patriots and see what he does. Absolutely nothing. If Jalen Brunson told the Knicks right now, renegotiate my contract, oh my God. he would get double. I would give him an extension now. He's got two years left. I'd give him an extension now. The hell with it. Let me just lock you up now, for the next now. six years. Right now. I was at the game last night with no OG, no Julius Randle, and they cooked, yep. cooked, cooked Utah. They was like, Colin Sexton, you talking? Mm-hmm. Come get this smoke. When was the last Come time we saw something smoke. like that, right? That was a, that was like that at Mason Oakley kind of moment where someone was like was pushing yeah. Patrick and those two came in like, oh, excuse me? Like, you got a problem? Wait, we wait, got a wait. problem here? <laughs> like Doughboy, boy, you then, got a problem. Boy. Wait, wait. Like Doughboy, boy, right? Exactly. <laughs> then, it's, then, then it was a precious. You want some? Precious said, "Oh, that's what we're doing." Precious showed the footwork. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim said, "I don't even need no bench. I'm gonna play these guys, <laughs> and we're gonna give you this work." Yeah, he actually. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna give you that work. Was the, that was the scariest thing, Tony. Thanks for the call. That was one of the things though. Was like. They're up 20. I'm looking at the, th- and I'm the fourth quarter. I'm telling John G. and Owen on the call. I go, all right, John, here we go. Let's have the conversation. When does Tibbs take these guys out? It's the second game of back-to-back. And sure enough, they cut it to 16. And I go, yeah, he ain't taking them out now. <laughs> it's just, he's not going to do it. And you, you can see out, how mad he was. Keep it at 25. He was like, God, like you could tell he was pissed. But how about the fact that the crowd started chanting for Taj Gibson? 
<laughs> they were chanting, we want Taj, we want Taj. And I said this. By God, that's Taj Gibson's music. And he went to, <laughs> and he went to the scorer's table. Taj's like, come on, man. God, come, God, man. All right, all right. He put his hand up like, no, nah, no, nah, I just signed. No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> They're like, damn, every time I come in here, I think I'm going to chill, have a nice day. Y'all want me to – like, when he came back, he played damn near the whole game. Like, come on, man. I know, I know I'm know, i known for being in shape, but come on. Y'all going to make me pull something. I'm old as hell. <laughs> I'm getting some, getting some cardio in here. Uh, Let him get Gil on the bike. He wants to be on the bike. Gil is in Brooklyn. What's up, Gil? What's going on, fellas? I love the show as usual. Alan, you, you forget the best backcourt that I've seen – Outside of Clyde and, 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 and what's her name, Earl, you forget Michael Ray Richardson and Ray Sugar, you, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the best backcourt in the early 80s before they broke them two up. They didn't win. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I, I, I know of them. I, I don't remember. I was too young that, to remember them, but, but I know the, of them. That, that was the, that was the backcourt that Magic Johnson literally said, yep. I do not like going up against. Yep. That's how fierce defensively those two were when they played. But no, this team here... This team here, I would love to see if they can get Bridges. But even though we know uh, Brooklyn's not going to do that, because they, right now they I'm make, know. I'm going to give them an offer they can't refuse, Gil. I'm giving them an offer they, they can't refuse. I'm telling you right they, now, they're going to have the head of a no horse. He, Sean Marks is going to have the head of a horse in his bed if he doesn't make this deal. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Gonna, I'm going to meet you at the toll booth if you don't make this deal. This is going down. It has to. That's, that, that's that's the way I'm feeling, but I'm saying he is not going to do that. He will not give the Knicks, and I believe the Knicks, if they don't give up the core players, if they got Bridges, they will, because now you got two guys, you got two mm. defenders for Boston. Come on, uh, what's the, the two guys, uh, uh, Brown and, and Tatum. 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 Tatum and Brown. Now you, if you get Bridges, OG and Bridges there, is you have two guys to defend yep. on those two guys. That's what I'm saying. The Knicks would be. Deadly, I'm at, you. at least defensively, in 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 the East coming out. Remember, Brid- and deadly. Bridges, by the way, is no bum on offense. He, you know, he, he can <laughs> score. I just don't know if he can carry a team. He can't carry a team, but he can score. You bring you're bringing Bridges in to be that second defensive player along with OG OG no how you say his name don't hurt yourself OG is fine that's enough yeah 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 I'm not trying to right now bringing Bridges here so him and OB could be the two the do the defensive stoppers you let Randall and 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 Bulletin be your offense. And everybody else just plays their role. You're yep. bringing Bridges here to be the big defensive stopper along with what's the name? Yeah, with Ananobi. I, I got you, Gil. Gil, I hear you. I hear all of it. I'm telling you. I'm 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 all I'm t- I told you right now, these culture cats, I'm all in on them. Bart, I'm telling you right now. I'd I'd be I would be calling him and then when he hangs up, I'd call him again. I'd be spam calling him. No, no, we have <laughs> Adam Silver. I'm asking you as commission to step in and say, no, no, we need this. The league needs this. We have to have this happen. Black Kev on the island, though, disagrees. Black Kev, what's up, man? Yeah, what's good, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. Uh, it's not that I disagree. I just don't deal in, I don't deal in a, a great deal of like these hypotheticals that I know. Well, I'm speaking it into happen. existence, Kev. I'm, I'm going full of our ball. Happen. I'm speaking it I, into I do, existence. I, but that's like saying – there was a player that I wanted to ask you about see if you, that you agree with. But question, if you wasn't going to give up five picks mm-hmm. for Donovan Mitchell, but you'd give it up for Mikael Bridges, yeah. is that – are you saying that 
you consider that they either are the same or one that that he's on the same par There's as nothing, Donovan Mitchell? No, no. See, you see, the, why I would do five? What kind of loss? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll explain it. Why I would do five for Bridges, but I wouldn't do five for Donovan is very simple, because I know from already seeing what DiVincenzo and Hart bring with Brunson that if I bring in another Villanova culture cat in here, I already know it's going to be plug and play, and here we go. Like, I know there's not going to be an awkward fit. They all understand each other. They speak their own language on the court. Like, I know that works because I've seen it work before. These guys talk to each other. They were at the St. John's Villanova game sitting next to each other. I already know that I put – they are already teammates. I'm just putting them back on the same team. Donovan, I don't know if there's like an awkwardness of you got the ball, now I got the ball, and I don't know how this works. These guys all already understand the roles because they've already played them before. It's muscle memory. So I'm willing to right. give the extra pick because I know this will work. That's So okay. what about uh, – so, again, I guess I'm kind of giving up on the uh, – I am going to give up on the DeJounte Murray to Big Bay um, deal that I was trying to get done some time ago. Yeah, I don't think but that's happening. how about this – yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. How about this, though? What do you think about Jonathan Isaacs over there with Orlando? To do what? To come up if they were trying to swing a deal, it wouldn't even cost a whole lot. But, but try wait, to what, get what do you want? Isaac. But Kev, what do you want him to do, Kev? I don't what, know. What is, we want I, him to sit I, on the I, bench. I don't know what you would. Who's he playing for? Uh, to beat to, to come off your. I guess he's going to come off your bench. Your starting your starting five is pretty good right now, or whatever. Until Julius Randle gets back. But what's what, but I don't know what Isaac's going to do. Like, what is he? Who's he playing in front of? Who am I telling you're not playing anymore? Precious Achua. Who's oh, hell no. Nah. That's all right. So, so who's he? He's a four. Who's he playing for? Like, that's the uh, thing. Like, he, I like him, but I don't need him. Right? Like, I don't really need him. And Jericho Sims can give me five, six minutes a game in a pinch, and he's always ready. I don't know from right. night to night if, if I can do that with a guy like Isaac. I'd rather go with the guy I've been developing in Jericho Sims than bring in somebody else. My need is not uh-huh. there. My need is still a backup point guard. That's my need. I love Deuce McBride, but I need a vet who can handle the ball under pressure in, in crunch time and takes some minutes away from Brunson. That's what I need. If you if you're able to fill out something, if you get something done with him, and he end up getting Cole Anthony with that, yeah. What about yeah. that? No, no. That's, no. I, need a, I need a guy who's played in in big games in the NBA and won. Like I need you know you know I'm, you know I might wait for speaking of Villanova culture cats, Kyle Lowry. Ah, I nice. might do it. They can get him in shape. I might shape. wait. Well, he was the, he's he's the, he's the president of the Villanova uh, Alumni yeah. Association. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've said he's the one who started it all. But it's like I, I would say, I would say if he gets bought out, how are the Knicks not the first team he wants to sign with? How are they not that? And then you just say, well, look, all right, get yourself in the shape you need to get in. If you got anything issues with your body, just get them right and get here. Like it, it, we'll see you in March. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the kind of thing that I'm looking at. I'm telling you right now, I'm all in on this thing, Bart. All in on it. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. But you know, there's another Heat player that has suddenly come up as would this guy become available? And if he does, should the Knicks be the favorite to get him? Kendrick Perkins brought it up. We'll let you know who that is coming up next, and of course, your calls as well. Stay with us, Barton Hahn, ninety-eight seven ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart, you remember yesterday in Audio Files played for you Anthony Edwards when he was heard blaming the refs. Yeah, I think he called them the cheating ass refs in one point, and then yeah, afterwards, no calls, man. Yeah. said, "I know I'm going to get fined for this, but I don't care." And then the team effort in this one, you hear him right there. Saying, I'm rich. Well, the NBA responded by fining him $40,000. I'm writing it off for charity. That was just announced, so 40000 for that. But he said he knew he'd get fined. He didn't care. He wanted to say it. Now, they still won the game, but still. There, there has been a lot of, of, of frustration with the officiating this year because as we're starting to see, and we're going to see this, there's going to be a turn in the game. It has, and Tom Thibodeau talked about this before the game last night. Offense this year is really off the charts. I mean, we're talking about teams are getting up to 140, almost 150 points in a game. Regulation. Players that are scoring 70, yeah. 60, like even 50 points now. I was like, oh, he had 50. Okay. Like, you know, like you're not b- batting an eye at it. 30 is like nothing. 30 is the new just, 20. Just think, and they happen on the same days at certain times. Yeah, you're right. So offense has just gone – it's gone so much, and, and Tib said the rules have – led to this because they have made a lot of rules that have taken out a lot of the physicality as they should because even he said the 90s it just got bad you know 86 to 82 final scores nobody wants that right so you want to see offense and athleticism you want to see the game open up the three-point shot which wasn't a thing in the 90s is now a big thing in the league and so that's a big part of it too you got players shooting almost 50 percent from three analytics and so now you've got to see it start to make its way back to the middle to where you got to let defenses do things to curb this scoring and not make it so ridiculous. And so they're going to let more physicality bring that a little more back into the game. And so, these, Dylan, so Dylan Brooks is on point. Well, some of the things, but not all of it. I mean, smacking LeBron in the face is not exactly what we're looking for either. That's but I think you're going to see a little bit more. They're going to allow more physicality and players who are used to Getting the ticky-tack fouls might not get them as much, and that'll frustrate them, and so you'll get some of that pushback. So Anthony Edwards certainly had something to say about that. But let, let me get to something that – another thing that Kendrick Perkins had to say involving the Knicks – well, not involving the Knicks, I should say, but involving a player that now everybody is saying, oh, this guy should come to the Knicks. So Kendrick Perkins on NBA Today about a struggling Heat team that has lost seven in a row – and Jimmy Butler. My thing is with Jimmy Butler, yes, we know what he means to the Heat culture. 
We know how great of a coach that Eric Spoelstra is. I understand they had a magical run. I get that. But the writing is on the wall. They're showing the signs right now. I'm picking three teams right now over the Miami Heat that are going to make it, that could beat them in a seven-game series. And I'm saying Jimmy is 34. We cannot waste the rest of his prime waiting to see if the Miami Heat is going to be a sleeper team in the Eastern Conference. I mean, Jimmy Butler on this Nick team, yes. But Pat Riley trading Jimmy Butler to the Knicks? No, never. Never. That ain't yeah. happening. Right, right. And I'm not that, giving man. up five picks for Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm He's going 34. Who, who's the other two? Who's the other two on that list? What list? Who's the other team? He said he got three teams that he can see them going to, right? I think he said he had three teams that's ahead of them. Oh, ahead of them. Okay. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's, he's basically saying that they, they aren't going to be a team that he could see getting far in the playoffs this year like they did last year. They went all the way to the finals last year. Yeah, Struce is gone. How about Struce getting a technical foul, too, by the way, for that? Like, that that that, that ref need to be suspended for a game. <laughs> Again, like I said, people aren't happy about officiating this year. Back to the calls. We go 800-919-3776. Eric is in Manhattan on this. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, so that was uh, basically exactly what I wanted to bring up about uh, Perkins talking about um, Jimmy, about Jimmy Butler like that. So I know you would obviously, based on your the whole first segment, you you would rather Mikael Bridges. Yes, but would Jimmy would kind of fit that mold as a as a, as a veteran presence who's played in a lot of big games. Yes, took a, a Miami team that wasn't expected to be there to the mm-hmm. you know to the finals last year. You're right. I don't think I would give up the same package as as, as you would for Kell no, Bridges, but he's 27 years old. No, that that's one part of it, Eric, but the other part of it is we have to look at it from the other side. Do you think there's is any world any Pat world Riley, where Pat Riley signs off on a trade of his best player to a team that like to the Knicks who you know Collision the rivalry course. And he also knows what it would mean. It, it would definitely send the Knicks right to the stratosphere. I mean, they, they would as, I mean, as a team. Think that, there's a chance that Jimmy goes to Pat Riley and says, hey, like, this is what I want. This team is really young. Like, reload and then get me to a, to, to a place where I can make it happen. I don't see that. I really don't. I, I, honestly, okay. I don't, I don't okay. see that. Now, remember, Tibbs and Butler have great history and great respect right. for each other. So it's about if to trade his ass if, last year. If there was ever a time, that would be the time. It would be it would be right. Butler saying, "I want to go play there, and let's make right. it happen." I, I'll tell you what: if you're Pat Riley and you're trying, you know, to 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 maybe just you know launder your karma, <laughs> clean up whatever mess was left behind in New York, and get rid of the Pat, Pat the Rat stuff, you do it. You do it yeah, with all the blessings. But I just don't. I don't. Like again, the Nets and Knicks. Like the Nets would never want to send Mikael Bridges to the Knicks. The Heat would yeah. never want to send Jimmy Butler to the Knicks. You're dealing with rivals, right? So that's right. that's the only reason, Eric. But but if you're just talking about it in a vacuum, like on paper, oh my God, this is a perfect fit. Right. Perfect fit. Yeah. Um, again, and, and real quick, um, last night you were awesome on that broadcast, bro. That was great. You were fantastic. <laughs> I I appreciate that, Eric. I mean, they gave they give you easy content. This Knicks team. Thank you, Eric. Really do. And it's always fun to work with John G. and Owen. You talk about like a play-by-play guy that just basically lets you just go. Uh, <laughs> there were a couple of times uh, I felt really bad. Oh! Yeah, that was one. 
But <laughs> but it's like there were times I feel like, wait a minute, am I hosting a radio show? Or are we calling a game? Like, what am I doing here? But but John's great about just kind of letting you go, and there was just a lot of energy in the building, so I, I went with it. All right. So I dominated this first hour, I know, Bart, but this is your, your turn's coming up next. I hope you're ready because there's a story in The Athletic about the Jets and internally some concerns about things this past season with how things went, Aaron Rodgers' status, Robert Sala's concerns, and more, and what people on the outside are saying about this organization. It's something that we need to go through, and you certainly can give us some insight about what you know what is accurate and what might be inaccurate. So that's coming up. We'll continue with your calls, of course, because I do know a lot of Knicks fans want to talk about the Knicks right now, and you'll get that opportunity. But before we do all that, once again, I want to say happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch and grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a dub or two or three, and not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. And new customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Allen to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Allen. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner, of the NFL. 21 or older, physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with the gambling problem, call 1 877 8 or text HOPE 467 369. And before we do anything more, Bart, it is. The Superbox Bonanza! Did not forget. Yes. Final week of Superbox Bonanza 5, and each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at. One of ten super boxes. Give me a caller number, Bart. Which one? Uh, let's go caller number six. Six. Any reason? Um, Julie Servin, the doctor. The doctor. Okay. Because I have to go to the doctor on uh, Friday. <laughs> Your very own Dr. J. Uh, be caller number six right Hope now. Hope ain't got hands like Dr. J. 888-987-ESPN. 888-987-ESPN. Select the box for the big game. With your chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey, and of course, Security Dodge, because, you know, we all know what they say at Security Dodge, right? Wow! Come get some! Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. I don't want to get nobody nothing. I'm nervous. All right. On the Jets next. Stay with us. Barton Hot, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. It is right now a good time to be a New York Knicks fan. Their eighth straight win last night. Another big-time performance from Jalen Brunson, who finished with 29. And yesterday on the K Show, Michael said the Knicks' search for the guy might already be done. This team is legitimately good. They're workmanlike. It's not a gimmick that's making them be successful. It's not Jeremy Lin on this otherworldly run. It's smart basketball. They play good defense. They share the ball. And they seem like they really have a great camaraderie and really like each other. It's special. And it's out of nowhere. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or... Try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.